Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Well, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Makers Chat. I'm here today with one of my favorite people, Shante Grant. I'm so excited to have you here today, Shante. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yes. So to get us started, if you don't mind, if you'll just tell our listeners a little bit about how you got started with your handmade business and then we'll go from there. Yes. Wow. It's so funny. I I feel like I don't get to talk about that part as much anymore. So it's fun to go back and think about that. Um, So I'm an accidental maker, I think. Um, You know, over six years ago, I um, had my first daughter, um, who's eight now. And so around her first birthday, I realized I knew I loved um, headbands and hair bows and all just all those things associated with when you when you think about having a little girl and I went to think about her first birthday party and what she was going to wear. And I pulled out, like looked at her headbands and I was like, man, they all look the same. I want some with like some cool fabrics and things like that. And so I just went to YouTube and I think I just either YouTube or Pinterest, some combination of that and said, how can I make my own bows? But I choose the fabric. I went to a Joann's fabric store. Um, Maybe there was another fabric store, which is no longer even in business. I forget the name. Got some fabrics that I liked and just tried my hand at making these things and realized, oh, if you get a yard of fabric, you get way more than one hair bow. So (laughs) I was sharing and documenting this over on Instagram at the time. And it was the same account that I was using to sell like her clothes that she had worn once and, you know, still had looked brand new. Um, And so I just started posting these hair bows and moms were like, where can we, we want to buy these. You should list them here on Instagram. And the way Instagram used to work, you could do that. You could just have a sale right there on Instagram, put the product, they leave their PayPal address. And that slowly turned into what became because of Zoe and Within less than a year, we had stores reaching out saying, hey, can you send us line sheets? I didn't even know what a line sheet was. And so that's kind of what started because of Zoe. And I should mention at the time I was working full time practicing law at a law firm. So this was really unexpected. Um, It was something that started as something I needed for myself. Then I said, oh, I can give to a few people on the Internet. And then it just kind of grew from there. Yeah. That was, that was so fun to see. And I remember when I first started following you and listening to your podcast and that kind of thing, you had, I think it was still fairly new for you, but you had moved into coaching Um, at that point. It was like, okay, I have figured this out. I have this awesome business. Now I'm ready to help other people. Um, And since then it's, it's been awesome to watch you grow. Your messaging has gotten even clearer and what you're providing to those of us who are learning from you is just incredible. (laughs) I love it. So if you don't mind telling us a little bit now then about the Best Today brand that you started last year. It's, it's been such a wild ride. I'm telling you, if you would have told me this at the top of, you know, graduating from law school, that this is where I'd be sitting um, in 2021, I would have been like, you have the complete wrong person. I already have my life plan figured out from here through retirement. Um, And so Everything that has happened has been organic, has been from taking the step where I am with what I have and what I know and just seeing what comes next. So that's the one thing that this whole journey has taught me. It is I don't need to see all the steps ahead because 
what I think is going to look like actually is not going to look like. So rather than talking myself out of something, but because I don't have all the steps, I'm always just going to operate in what I have right now. So this, that's how coaching started. Um, so I was able to leave the practice of law for making hair bows, which really just sounds still sounds kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> sounds just unbelievable. I'll say that's a probably better word, but I, so I left the practice of law. I started doing hair bows full time. That last quarter, I left in September 2015. That last quarter, we made more than we had the entire year. And that was because I saw, man, I'm able to now give it my all the time. And I just started getting inundated with emails, DMs, um, and messages on, I think it was Periscope at the time, um, or and Facebook, like, how did you do that? And I just found myself typing out the same stuff over and over. And I said, well, maybe there's a way I can just say this once and then that'll be that. So that's when I started doing like the periscopes, which would die in 24 hours. And that's when I created like a Facebook group. And so it was very slow. And then that's when someone else found me a really well-known coach. And she invited me to her community to teach them for the whole month. And I thought, what am I going to teach people? I'm not a business coach. I'm just getting started. I never took a business class. I just, she's like, you know what, you know, you know, your experience and that is enough. And she was the first person to really help me to see that not underestimate what you already know. And that was a lesson I was going to need to get me to where I am today. And so I just started teaching what I knew. And it started with teaching a class on how to get wholesale and teaching a class on consistency. And from there, um, I had the opportunity to work with thousands of women, whether it was one-on-one with when I started doing one-on-one or in groups, when I did group coaching or in a course, when I did a course, I've done all the iterations. Um, And I realized that I loved talking to them more about their lives than their business. I love talking business. I loved hearing the business wins, but it was when people would come and say, my children have noticed a difference in me because I've gotten organized in my business and it spilled into my home. I realized that's what I cared about even more. And so I knew I wanted to slowly transition from talking business to talking about people's lives. Because whether you're in business or you're not in business, whether you're a homemaker and you just work solely in the home taking care of your family, or whether you're you know, a CEO at a Fortune 500 company, wherever you are, your life matters. And that's going to affect the work that you do. And so I wanted to start there. That's what mattered to me even more. Because Hearing a customer say that they got their first $50,000 contract was great, but to me, it still didn't trump, I'm happy, I'm at peace. That's what I wanted to invest my time in more. And so that's when I slowly started to pull away from my course, Peace Based Progress, and turned toward how can I reach just every woman and not just business owners? And that's how Best Today was born. I already had this idea for what has become the Best Today Guide. And really anyone who's followed me the entire journey, you've seen iterations of that in my Peace Pace Progress. I was teaching that method to business owners. And then I created like a daily notepad that was teaching them the plan your day the night before method for the most part, exactly as it is now. And so it really is a culmination of putting together what I've learned from working with women at all different stages of life how I can help them to really do what I think is most important. And that is to be clear on who they are, what they want, and then be very proactive and intentional with their time on getting there. That's what I wanted to commit my life to. And I think I needed that whole journey to get here, to see that. And so March of 2020, right at the start of a pandemic in America, um, we launched the Best Today Guide for pre-order. 
And it's been a wild, unbelievable ride um, full of very high highs and extremely low lows. Um, and that continues to be the case, but it's really the impact we've had and what I've been able to do in such a short period of time, um, both financially and reaching people um, and growth in our company and hiring employees has, it's blown my mind. So that's what I am doing, focusing on now is really the work we do at Best Today, which is helping primarily women, but we have men who use our products. But I always say that I create for women and with the woman in mind, and I will never change that. Um, and it's because I want to really help that segment of the population to be proactive and intentional with their time. Yeah. And I love it's a y'all, it's a great guide. I love it. I use it all the time. Um, we'll have a link in the show notes so that you guys can check it out. But it is it is great. And a lot of the reasons is because it's not a traditional calendar. It's more yeah. about like you said, being intentional with your time, it gives you the opportunity every day to reestablish what's important to you. And, and I love that. So the majority of our listeners are handmade business owners Mm -hmm. who are still juggling, probably um, maybe not a full-time job, but at least some kind of other job commitment Mm -hmm. along with, you know, their families and then their handmade business. And of course, the whole goal here, like like you said, and I'm, I'm, I'm real familiar with what you teach, but at the same time, if you would share you know, with our audience kind of how they can be intentional about that, you're, you're really good at teaching about the words that we should avoid <laughs> and, and the way that we taught ourselves and how that shapes the way we look at time. So as far as giving them advice when it comes to protecting what's important mm-hmm. and figuring out trying to figure out the best way to ask that question concisely because I, I kind of wrote it down but then I, that's not I said protect your sanity <laughs> and still trying to do those things but understanding mm-hmm. I, I was about to say and do all the things but I know the answer is going to be you don't do all the things but if you could share that with us and yeah. why that's the case yeah I think um what I have learned from being let me say sorry I, I always say the reason I know why it's so important to live life on the other side of busy or to be, because I have a lot of people who are like, I don't feel busy. I just also feel like I'm not being intentional with my time. So it's not that you're, you're busy. Some people can identify with that. And some people can just identify I'm not using my time well. But what I've learned, because I've been on that side of trying to do every single thing in my business. I, I mean, everything from making the products, packaging the products, ordering the fabric, you know, every single thing, sending all the emails, pitching us, like I've done it all. Um, we, I've sold all the different things and realized I don't want to sell five different things, 5,000 different products. I've done a little bit of all of it. And what I have learned is first the, the power in being really focused. Um, and then also the power of putting, getting your life, you first, the business, and then it will bless the business. If you can get clear on this is what matters to me most right now in this moment, in this season, whether that's most important in my life, most important in my business. And this is where our focus is going to go because your focus cannot go into three different directions and have the same result as if you can give that focus in one direction. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to tell yourself, because I told myself this, well, if I do less, I'm going to make less. I'm going to, it's going to take longer. All these stories and I'm going to tell you, and I'm not the only person who says this, so you you can believe us. Um, you're going to see more growth when you learn to focus and get clear on what matters um, 
in your life, in your business, they, they flow. And so that was one of the first lessons I had to understand. I had to stop trying to do all the parts of my business. I had to stop trying to sell all the different types of products. And I had to be okay with saying, I'm going to cut off this complete arm of our, my, my company that makes money to focus on this one. And then what you see is like the, the growth over in that one that you've given, it, it just overflows. Um, so understanding that one, you have to make sure you're taking care of yourself and think, get clear on what matters to you. And two, be willing to narrow down and focus. It doesn't mean that you're saying goodbye to those other things forever. And maybe it will, maybe you'll see, oh, I actually didn't need it. And if anything that was actually slowing me down, um, and I've seen that with products in particular, trying to sell so many different things and getting away from what we actually were created to do. And that's hair bows. We used to sell all types of things. So just first taking that inventory of if I kept moving the way I am today, am I actually going to get to the thing that matters most? Do I know what matters most? Taking the time to define that for you, for your company, for your business, for what you want to do. And not comparing it to what you see outside. I think a lot of people think, oh, well, if I don't want to be in anthropology, then I'm my business sucks. Or if I don't get into this, or if I don't wholesale, maybe your goal isn't to wholesale. Maybe you want a, a very complete customer relationship where your customer is always coming directly to you. Everybody else's path isn't yours. And so that's why I say it's, it's really important to get clear on what you want, because I've had people say, you know, you know, I feel like because I don't want to be in stores that I'm not going to be as, you know, visible or as popularized. And it's like, well, if that's not what you want, why are we putting any energy, whether that's resources in your mental energy, your time toward that thing? So getting clear on what you want is really important. And then being willing to literally throw away everything that's not that or put it in a box and put it in the garage. You know, I think that's the first thing being willing to do that is really hard. It's easier said than done. But once you do it and you see the results, um, it's really easy to continue. Now I can do that without a, without a, even a hesitation. But I know how hard it is because of all the stories we're telling ourselves about either this is what success looks like because it's what it looks like for these other people. Or if I cut down on less, I'm really going to end up harming myself. And I want to challenge you to think differently about that. Yeah. And I love that phrase, the stories that we're telling ourselves, because I feel like that's always what it boils down to. The way that we talk to ourselves, the things that we tell ourselves, yeah. those are the things that'll get us hung up. So a trigger word for me personally, with a lot of folks and a lot of different things is the word just. <laughs> and in and, and two different ways, you know, I'm just going to do this. And so it's like it, that, that word will eat away at our time until we don't get any of the things done we need to get done. And then in the same regard that I work with a lot of people who are just at the very beginning of like creating a handmade business for their art or for, you know, these carefully handcrafted products. And, mm -hmm. oh, well, it's, it's, it's just, I just do this. It's, it's just this thing I do over here. And they're like, mm -hmm. you know, unintentionally, but they're devaluing what they do yeah. and they're so talented. <laughs> so is that, you know, can, can you speak to that for us a little bit? I most surely can. Here's the thing. I have two stories that I will never forget as long as I live. Um, remember, I, for my handmade company, make hair bows. Nothing that's going to cure the world of anything if you think about it that way. However, what I have learned is the most valuable thing you can do for whatever product you make is to understand its real value, what people are really buying it for. They're not buying art because they just want to put something on their walls. They're not just buying your mug because they want, the, I mean, they can go to Target and get a mug. They can go to the dollar store and get a mug. It's not, they just need something to drink out of. It's not, they're just getting my shirt because, no, for 
particularly when we're talking about handmade things, that in itself, um, I think, elevates the value of what it is. But you have to understand what really your customer is buying. And here are two things that taught me that um, my customers have been my best teachers. The first was uh, my daughter was in, in a school with a little girl who was diagnosed with cancer um, at a really young age. I think she was maybe two or three at the time of the diagnosis, um, um, diagnosed with cancer. And um, we went to visit her after one of her first treatments in the hospital. And whenever I go visit anybody, someone just had a little girl, whatever, I'm always going to bring hair bows because that's my thing um, or headbands. And so we took her a toy and we, I took her some headbands. And I remember we gave her mom the toy and then she, the, her daughter opened it. And then we were at the hospital and then I gave her mom the box with the hair bows and her mom opened the hair bows and began to immediately weep. Um, they were headbands. Um, and I did that because I knew she was going to be losing her hair. It's going to be easier for her. To, but she, you know, you still want to have something. And her mom just started to weep. And she looked at me as if I had given her the cure to cancer. I mean, that's the look she gave me. And she was just like, one of the things that she was so worried about is her daughter losing her hair. And, and the, it was something about that headband that just gave her a reminder that she still has these things that she loves. She can't, she doesn't, she may not have hair to clip a hair, a hair bow in, but these headbands just gave her some semblance of normalcy uh, in a, in a very unnormal for her new setting. And I mean, I will never forget the look on her face, the way she gasped, the way, like just everything in that moment for headbands, right? And so I have to always remind myself that I'm not just giving someone a headband. I'm helping people celebrate the moments in their lives, um, the milestones in their lives, whether it's the second story that always comes to mind. It's an email I received from a customer. Um, she was having her third daughter. It was an unexpected pregnancy. She didn't. She was like, well, I already have girls. If it's unexpected, at least let me have a boy. She just was really having a hard time finding joy in this pregnancy. She wasn't feeling well. And it was just all these things. And she actually felt bad because she knew I don't want this to be the story for my daughter because clearly this is someone I love. I'm welcoming into our family. And she said the first thing that actually got her excited was when we were launching our new seersucker bows. And she said, I saw the, the pictures of the new seersucker bows and I got excited about ordering some for the new baby. And that was the first time I actually let myself be excited about this, about something that I knew I wanted to be excited about, but because it was a surprise and it was another girl and it was just all these different reasons I'm not feeling well, all these things are very understandable and relatable as humans. Um, but it was that that gave her excitement. And I remember, I, I can relate to that because the moment I found out I was having a daughter, the very first thing I did was I went downtown to this little boutique and I bought this headband, a handmade headband. Yeah. Um, so I know the connection that there is. And it was, it was the reminder that we are more than the product. It's why the customer is bringing this product into their lives. And I have stories like that from clients all over. You know, one of my good friends does paints art and she... Um, I remember the story of a lady bought this painting that she loved so much. And then months after they got the painting and hung it, the wife died. And the husband wrote my friend and said, I am so glad that we have this piece because it was the last thing I remember her bringing her so much joy. And now as I walk past it every day in our home, it reminds me of that and the joy she felt before she fell sick and died. And it's like, 
Those are the things I need y'all to remember. That will remove every just out of your mouth because it's more than just the physical, tangible things. There is a reason, particularly when we're talking about handmade things, that people want to bring that into their lives. You are becoming a part of someone's life story and memories. And if you treat it as that, you will show up in a much more elevated way for your company and your business. Um, You'll be unafraid to charge prices that to you seem quote unquote too high because you understand what I am putting in this person's life is priceless. And it's just, I could talk about that all day, but it really is understanding what are you really putting into this person's life? You're really the reminder of joy of childhood. You're really the reminder of joy that someone had in their lives. You're really a reminder of, you know, when I sit down to have my favorite cup of coffee in the morning, I remember the story of the artisan who made this in her story. It's like, you have to really connect with that first or you're not going to, your marketing's not going to be as good as it is. You're not going to be as good of a seller. Um, the reason I can sell the things I make and talk about them every single day is because I know what they really are doing in the lives of my customers. And that's with hair bows or best today guide. Like I, so just understand the real value of your product and don't look at it as just insert this thing that you made. Thank you. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Cause mm-hmm. that's, those are the things that we need to hear. Yep. Those are the messages that we need to hear. And sometimes it's hard to tell ourselves that. So we need to hear it from, from ladies like you who can really help us, help us stay on course. So before we wrap up, I always like to end up with a handful of just kind of quick, fun, get to know you sort of questions. Yeah. Um, and I am a big Enneagram geek. So do you know your Enneagram type? What do you think I am? Well, I know. So oh, I am a three about it. through and through. Yes. <laughs> I am a three. Yeah, me too. Um, I actually, though, I I have such a strong two wing that I've always, I used mm. to think that I was a two that winged three. And the more I studied it, the more I realized it was the opposite. Right. But um, but yeah, no, I love it. Has, has knowing your type been helpful for you in business? I think um, what what I think what those things have done for me, whether it's um, the Enneagram or I forget what it's called with like the four letters for me, they just reaffirm what I already know about myself. I, I like I like the fact that I know who I am, the things that make it that are and usually the things that make us our strength are can be a part can be a weakness if we don't utilize it properly. Um, so for me, it just it affirms what I already know about myself. And it reminds me not to be an unhealthy version of that, because I think there's a healthy version of every number and an unhealthy version. Right. And it helps me to, to keep in mind, oh, you know what, that kind of thinking is it's, it's my it's my trait, but it's going in the unhealthy direction. Let's, right. let's, let's analyze that. Yeah, I call them guardrails. It's like I, I hit those at those attitudes and I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is not a good sign for me. This mm-hmm. what, why am I doing this? <laughs> so, um, and then do you what's your favorite movie? OK, it's a tie between Sound of Music and Steel Magnolias. Um, I love that. I could I could watch and rewatch them both, actually. And then if we're talking about things, I could just watch and rewatch. This is a really random movie, but if you've never seen it. I want everyone to find it. It's probably streaming somewhere for free. It's called Bringing Down the House with Steve Martin and Queen Latifah. It's, it was this random movie, but I could watch that movie over and over on yes. repeat. It's so funny. It's unlike, like when I say still make notes of Sound of Music, those are like timeless classics. You cannot redo them. You cannot like, those two movies are just, to me, 
Like there's there you can't you can't beat them. But then there's also the one that just makes me laugh and it's so good and I could watch her repeat. So those are the three I would say. Yes. I saw that. I love that movie too. It's really funny. Right? <laughs> <It's so> funny. <laughs> um and then do you have a favorite snack food? It varies. Um, like if I want something that's um filling but feels still feels not heavy, I'll go for just like some almonds, cranberries. If I have like cheese, I'll well, we always have cheese. I'll cut up some cheese because we always just buy blocks of cheese. Um, that's a like easy go-to for me. Um, I'm a very I used to be much more of a snacker until I started getting more intentional about our meals and what we eat. Um but I love a good chip, a good chip with some kind of unique flavoring. I don't like bland, plain, just plain chips or any food that's just plain. But like, I'm, I'm just a grazer. But yeah, I think a good chip or like some almond cranberry, like a basically a handmade trail mix type thing. Um, although I don't tend to like most trail mixes because I don't want a plain m M&M. and I mean, plain m M&M and should just be abolished from the plain. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's, I think those are the first two things that came to mind. Yeah. Um. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? I know you have a podcast. You're a guest on a lot of podcasts. Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Um, I do. I have some some very much so favorites. Um, Side Hustle Pro. Um, I actually just finished binging. Listened to her last four. She had she re brought on like four of her most popular people, and those all four of those, and they're all sell products. So I would highly recommend it. Side Hustle Pro. I love all of her interviews with her. Um, they're makers and different types of business owners, but the last four in particular, I just, I listened to them and I was like, they were all so encouraging for me. Um, so I love Side Hustle Pro. I love how I built this for the same reason. Um, I love, I just love hearing stories of, of how people came to where they are and always because you get to hear the, the hurdles and the things that we don't see when we see the end result. I like hearing that for me, it's one encouraging for two, for two, it's just, it's affirming that the experience I'm having, this is kind of the common thing for entrepreneurs. Um, so I really enjoy how I built this. Those are two of my go-to podcasts that I will listen to for sure. And then um, it's she hasn't put any new episodes out recently, but my Leak Teals, my Taught You um, podcast is exceptional. Um, I think she's going to be revamping it soon, but I mean, I can listen to episodes from like 2011. It's, it goes far back um, and they're just full of gems also. And then my last question that I always end with, if time and money and resources, if none of that was of any consequence, uh-huh. where would you go tomorrow? Ooh, can I make people do what I want so that, can I create the circumstances so that everything works the way I want it? Sure. Okay. Oh, I'm going to New York. I'm going to watch Hamilton. And I get to have this private screening with just me and my closest friends. Lin-Manuel Miranda has to be Hamilton, or at least has to be there. Um, and then right after that, we are going to just go to this huge, lavish Airbnb and just talk to the cast, talk all about Hamilton, geek out and have amazing food and have like this huge, like just long. So that'll be in the daytime and it'll go straight into like this lavish Airbnb where just sit, eat food and just talk about Hamilton and play and do karaoke um, to all of the songs. Nice. That would be so great. God, that would be so great. I love Hamilton. I love Hamilton. Mm -hmm. I swear. I watch it at least like three or four times a month and half the time I'm listening to it in the car. and (laughs) It's that good. It's a good one. It's a really good one. That's awesome. 
Alshante, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. We're talking about this stuff. I just really appreciate everything you do. Everything you put out there, I think is amazing. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. That's all for today's episode of Makers Chat. Check out the show notes for links to everything Shante has to offer through the Best Today brand. The Best Today guide is by far one of the best purchases you will ever make. I use mine just about every day. In fact, I was super excited to have to start a new one this week because it gave me an opportunity to revisit the getting started pages and really hone in on my goals and what it was that I wanted to be focused on in my life and in my days right now. You guys are really going to love everything Shantae has to offer, and I hope that you will take some time to explore those links. And of course, if you are not already in the community on Facebook, we would love to have you to dive deeper into the conversation and hear more about what other creatives think. So that's it for this week, and I can't wait to see you guys next week for another episode of Makers Chat.